of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This show contains mature content and adult themes. It may not be suitable for young audiences. In 2017, Harvey Weinstein was outed as a serial sexual abuser. Many brave women came forward and told their stories. They exposed one of Hollywood's most powerful moguls as a vicious sexual predator who operated horrifically and seemingly without consequences. But Weinstein was standing on the shoulders of monsters. For so many years, those monsters remained unchecked in Hollywood, shielded by the millions of dollars they made for their studios. Sex for fame is not new. In fact, it's as old as Hollywood itself. There are few sex scandals more infamous in Hollywood than Roman Polanski's statutory rape of a 13-year-old girl. Polanski was one of the most innovative and influential directors of the last century. Rosemary's Baby, which he directed in 1968, reinvented the horror movie. And Chinatown in 1974 reinterpreted noir film for modern audiences. But Polanski is arguably more famous today for his guilty plea on a statutory rape charge in 1977 than he is for winning the Best Director Oscar for The Pianist in 2003. In today's episode of Variety Confidential, we'll open Variety's archives to separate fact from fiction about Roman Polanski the scandal that has plagued Hollywood for nearly 50 years. From Variety and iHeart Podcasts, I'm Tracy Patton. This is The Secret History of the Casting Couch. Today's episode, Disgraced Genius, Roman Polanski.
In the studio with me today is Matt Donnelly, Variety's Senior Entertainment and Media Writer. Hi, Matt. Hi, it's great to be back. And it's always so great to have your insights into the industry. Well, this case is certainly fascinating, and I think one of the most important things to know about Polanski that modern audiences may not is that he represented something so exciting and new in cinema in the 60s and 70s. So it's not just that he was a successful director, but really a celebrity in his own right for what he represented. And I think all of that vision came with power. And I think a lot of that, you know, flash and a lot of that integrity and a lot of that prestige blinded many he worked with to behavior that was going on behind the scenes. Yes. And later in the show, we'll discuss the outpouring of support in Hollywood for Polanski in 2009, 30 years after he pleaded guilty to statutory rape. And then we'll look at some of the big names in Hollywood who reconsidered that support in the Me Too era. And a small spoiler, one person who did not walk back his support for Polanski was Harvey Weinstein. And we're going to talk about that, too, at the end of the show. So Roman Polanski is considered one of the top film directors of the past 60 years, but a lot of people today might not know exactly who he is. Yes, and it's likely that even people who've never heard of Polanski or who've never seen Chinatown and Rosemary's Baby have probably heard of his wife, the beautiful young actress Sharon Tate. Her fame came through a tragedy— She was murdered by members of the Charles Manson cult in August 1969. Sharon and four house guests were killed in her home in L.A.'s Benedict Canyon. Making it even more tragic, Sharon was pregnant and due to deliver in just 10 days. But the gruesome murder of his wife and unborn son was not the first tragedy Roman had experienced. As a child in Poland, he watched helplessly as a gang of Nazi soldiers dragged his mother away. He never saw her again. Polanski's arrest for statutory rape came just seven years after his wife and unborn son were murdered. Facing a long prison sentence, he fled the country in February 1978 and has never returned. Roman Polanski continued to make movies in Europe while in exile from the United States. He has won Golden Globe Awards and Oscar and prizes at the top festivals. In 2009, dozens of Hollywood directors, producers, and stars signed a petition in support of ending Polanski's exile. But in recent years, more women have come forward to accuse Polanski of sexual abuse. And, as a result of the Me Too movement, many of Roman's former supporters have publicly disavowed him. Now, of course, we want to discuss more about that rape charge, but first, let's talk about his early life. Yes, he was born in Paris in 1933. His parents, who were Polish Jews, returned to Poland in 1936. Three years after they moved to Krakow, the Nazis invaded Poland. When Roman was six years old, his family and all the other Jews were confined into the city's ghetto. As conditions deteriorated, food and water became scarce. And then the Nazis started arresting people, even entire families, and taking them to the death camps. After enduring months of this, a traumatic event upended Roman's life. He watched from a hiding place as Nazi soldiers dragged his mother out of their house— He never saw her again. They came back later and took his father, uncle, and other family members. As the war raged on around him, Roman survived by living on the streets and then for a few years in the country with a Catholic family. When the war ended, his father and uncle were liberated from the camps. They were reunited in the ghetto, and at age 12, Roman began putting the pieces of his life back together— 
After his schooling resumed, he found his calling in filmmaking. In the early 1950s, he attended a film school in the city of Lotz, where he made a series of experimental short films. By now it's 1962, and Polanski makes his first full-length feature film, Knife in the Water. Now, this was an atmospheric drama about a couple who encounters a young hitchhiker, which creates trouble in their marriage. And it earned a Best Foreign Film Oscar nomination in 1963 and won a BAFTA award and a prize at the Venice Film Festival the following year. Polanski was broke then, so his travels were funded by a Polish-American film producer named Jean Gutowski. After the success of Knife in the Water, they formed Cadre Films with Gutowski as producer and Polanski as director. Their first project as Cadre was Repulsion, in which a beautiful woman racked with sexual phobias has a psychotic breakdown in her London apartment. It was an international breakthrough for Catherine Deneuve, who had made more than a dozen films in France, including the classic The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Repulsion proved to be a game-changer for Polanski, with critics calling him the new Alfred Hitchcock. It had its detractors, but it was a critical and financial success and won top prizes at the Venice and Berlin film festivals. Cadre was less successful with their next project, a bizarre comedy horror film titled Cul-de-Sac. It opened in 1966 to mixed reviews and mediocre box office receipts. Cadre was on the brink of bankruptcy when Polanski and Gutowski met American film and television producer Martin Ransahoff at a party in London. Ransahoff owned Filmways, the producer of hit sitcoms like The Beverly Hillbillies, Green Acres, and The Addams Family. Also at the party was a striking aspiring actress named Sharon Tate. She would be featured in Polanski's next film, The Fearless Vampire Killers, which was produced by Cadre and Filmways. There was no love at first sight between Roman and Sharon. He hadn't intended to cast her, but Martin Ransahoff had insisted. Their romance would develop after the production ended. The Fearless Vampire Killers, another horror comedy, was panned by the critics and did poorly at the box office. Polanski blamed Ransahoff for turning the movie into a Transylvanian Beverly Hillbillies. Cadre's next deal would produce Polanski's biggest hit to date, Rosemary's Baby, the story of a Manhattan woman who is pregnant with Satan's child. It was also Polanski's first U.S. production, with filming in both Hollywood and New York. Variety reported with a budget of $3.2 million, the movie was one of 1968's biggest winners, bringing $12.3 million in box office grosses to Paramount. That revenue today would be $108.7 million. The success of Rosemary's Baby changed Polanski's life. He'd found love with Sharon Tate, and he'd been welcomed into a group of celebrated actors and directors that included Warren Beatty, Jack Nicholson, and Martin Scorsese. Variety's former editor-in-chief Peter Bart said, Roman started to like this community. He loved the fast life. He became a real star. He got good tables and restaurants. That had not been part of his life. You could see him change to a degree. The unthinkable happened to Roman. He was actually happy. So Polanski and Sharon Tate were married on January 20th, 1968. And a year and a half later, when Sharon was pregnant with their first child, they rented a house on Cielo Drive in the hills above L.A.'s Benedict Canyon. And the Polanskis spent the first half of 1969 in Europe. In early August, Roman sent Sharon home by boat. He believed she was too pregnant to fly. She objected to the separation, but he promised to be in Los Angeles when the baby was born. 
He said he was staying in London to work on a movie project. But after he put Sharon on the ship, Roman reverted to his old ways and began hooking up with random women every night. He spent the night before the murders with a flight attendant. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices That's right, sofas from only $639 Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. He got the call around 10 p.m. London time. Sharon and four of their friends had been shot and knifed to death at his home in Benedict Canyon. It's incredibly tragic. After the murders, Roman became a sort of sympathetic figure in Hollywood, this tragic survivor. And the community continued to support him into the early 1970s, even though his next few films really failed to connect with audiences. There were three films, Polanski's version of Shakespeare's Macbeth in 1971 and two movies released in 1972, Weekend of a Champion and a film titled What? 
Together, they grossed just $1 million. Despite this poor showing, Roman's friend Robert Evans, then the vice president of global production at Paramount, hired him to direct Chinatown. It was the story of a private detective's investigation into the death of a Los Angeles water company official and his wife's secret incestuous past. Released in 1974, Chinatown became an instant film noir classic. It was also a financial success. It cost $3 million to make and grossed $29 million worldwide, which would be about $181 million today. Chinatown was nominated for 11 Oscars, including a Best Director nomination for Polanski. He lost to Francis Ford Coppola for The Godfather Part II. The last film Polanski directed before the scandal erupted was The Tenant, a Kafkaesque thriller about a man played by Polanski who moves into an apartment where the previous tenant attempted suicide. Filmed in Paris and released by Paramount in 1976, it grossed $1.9 million, which is about $10 million today. In February of 97, Polanski flew into Los Angeles from Paris on business. He had meetings about an upcoming film project and was also there to shoot a photo spread of young teen girls for Vogue Homme, a French men's magazine. His model was Samantha Gailey, the 13-year-old daughter of a woman Polanski had picked up in a bar a year earlier. The mother will later say she thought the shoot was for French Vogue. A spread in French Vogue would have been a great first credit on Samantha's modeling resume, but Vogue Ohm was known for its racy pictorials. Near the end of the shoot's second day, Polanski photographed Samantha at Jack Nicholson's house on Mulholland Drive. Nicholson was out of town at the time, but he and Polanski were good friends, and Roman felt free to shoot at the house without permission. They took some photos outside and then moved into the house where Polanski photographed her in a bikini in the jacuzzi. She was nervous, so Polanski gave her a glass of champagne. But she balked when he told her to take off her top, so Polanski told her to call her mother and ask if it was okay. Samantha's mother asked if anyone else was there with them. Roman told Samantha to say that Angelica Houston, Jack Nicholson's girlfriend, was in the house. But, of course, she was not. After the call, Polanski gave Samantha a quaalude, a sedative that was said to be an aphrodisiac. As he photographed her topless in the jacuzzi, the pill took effect. Polanski took her into a guest bedroom where he sexually assaulted her, violating her orally, vaginally, and anally. She told him to stop, but later she said she didn't really fight him because there was no one else there and I had no place to go. It ended abruptly with a knock at the guest bedroom door. Angelica Houston had come home unexpectedly. Samantha hid under the covers while Roman and Angelica argued in the hallway. Afterwards, Samantha and Roman dressed in a hurry and left the house. On the drive back to her mother's house in Woodland Hills, Roman made Samantha promise not to tell anyone they had sex. She said she would keep their secret, but as soon as she got home, her boyfriend came over and she told him everything. Her sister overheard that conversation and told their mother. After confronting Samantha, her mother called the police. Roman was arrested at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and like anyone else who would be, that news ran on front pages around the world. Uh, he was in and out of courtrooms as the scandal played out over the next few months, and in August of 1977, he pleaded guilty to statutory rape. Polanski and his lawyers had assumed that as part of the plea deal, he would not serve time. And when it appeared that the judge was considering a prison sentence anyway, 
Roman boarded a flight for Europe. He never returned to the United States after that. It's interesting that at the time of Polanski's arrest, Hollywood reacted with shock and outrage. But as time passed, attitudes began to soften. It seemed that his genius as a filmmaker outweighed this appalling behavior. And he directed 15 films in Europe prior to 2023, often working with top stars like Johnny Depp, Adrian Brody, Sigourney Weaver, and Kate Winslet. Notable among the European films were Tess, released in 1979, and The Pianist, released in 2002. Tess was based on a 19th century novel and starred Natasha Kinski, who Roman had dated when she was 15. It grossed $20 million worldwide, or about $85 million today, and was nominated for six Oscars. The Pianist was an even bigger success. It was based on the true story of composer Vladislav Spielmann's internment in a Nazi concentration camp. It grossed $120 million worldwide and was nominated for seven Oscars, including Best Actor for its star Adrian Brody and Best Director for Polanski. Fearing arrest if he returned to the United States, Polanski did not attend the ceremony. Brody won the Best Actor Award, and as evidence that Hollywood's disapproval of Roman was waning, when it was announced that he had won, he received a standing ovation in absentia. Over the next three years, support for Polanski in Hollywood grew. It reached its peak in September 2009, when Roman flew into Switzerland to attend the Zurich Film Festival, where he was to receive a Lifetime Achievement Award. And he was detained at immigration because American authorities made a provisional request for his arrest. He spent 67 days in a Zurich detention center while he raised a $4.5 million bond. Because he'd been born in Paris, Polanski was protected from extradition as long as he remained in France. Unlike France, Switzerland had an extradition treaty with the United States. After putting up his home in Paris as a guarantee, he was released into house arrest at his home in the ski resort of Gestad. The film communities in Europe and in Hollywood reacted to Roman's arrest with an outpouring of support. Dozens of actors, directors, and producers signed a petition calling for Polanski's release. Here's a list of a few of them. David Lynch, Martin Scorsese, Vim Vendors, Pedro Almodovar, Wes Anderson, Adrian Brody, Jonathan Demme, Buck Henry, Michael Mann, Julian Schnabel, and Tilda Swinton. Deborah Winger, then the Zurich Film Festival jury president, said, We stand by and await his release and his next masterwork. We hope today that this latest order will be dropped. It is based on a three-decade-old case that is all but dead, except for a minor technicality. Sigourney Weaver told CNN, he is sweet and very strong and is very, very demanding in the tradition of an auteur. Among Polanski's advocates in 2009 were men who were subjects of abuse allegations themselves. Woody Allen, who was accused of abusing his daughter in 1992. Disgraced director Brett Ratner, who, as Variety reported in November 2017, was accused of sexual harassment and misconduct by six women and Harvey Weinstein, whose abuses made Hollywood a focus of the Me Too movement in 2017. In a statement to CNN, Weinstein said, 
We are calling every filmmaker we can to help fix this terrible situation. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ultimately, Switzerland opted not to extradite Polanski, and he was once again free to travel in Europe. Similarly, a court in Poland ruled it would be, quote, an obviously unlawful deprivation of liberty to extradite Polanski. The court had determined that the California justice system would not give him a fair trial. Now, Tracy, as you mentioned in October 2017, revelations about Harvey Weinstein's serial sexual abuses led to an outpouring of Me Too allegations against dozens of Hollywood power players. Before, during, and after that time, at least five women made allegations against Roman Polanski. And the first of these came seven years earlier in 2010 when British actress Charlotte Lewis accused Polanski of forcing himself on her in his apartment in Paris. The alleged abuse occurred in 1983 during an audition for the movie Pirates when she was 16 years old. 
The second allegation was made in August of 2017, when a woman identifying herself as Robin M. claimed she was sexually victimized at age 16 by Polanski. At a news conference, she said, I'm speaking out now so Samantha Gailey and the world will know she is not the only minor Roman Polanski victimized. When Polanski heard about her accusation, he told his attorney, I don't know what this is about. What could this be? In October 2017, Renate Langer, a former child model who appeared in Polanski's film titled What?, claimed that Polanski had raped her when she was 15 years old. She said the alleged assaults occurred in 1972 during auditions for the film at Polanski's home in Gestad and later while the movie was being filmed in Rome. Variety reported in December 2017 on another alleged assault that occurred in 1975. California artist Marianne Barnard claimed that Polanski assaulted her during a photo shoot at Will Rogers State Beach when she was just 10 years old. She claimed that she was posing nude on a fur coat for Polanski when he molested her. Through his attorney, Polanski said he did not know Marianne Barnard. In November 2019, Variety reported that the French newspaper Le Parisien was investigating a claim by photographer Valentine Monnier that Polanski raped her in Gestad, Switzerland, when she was 18. It seems like these cases have sort of all but gone dark, but there has been movement on some recently. Yes, there has. But it hasn't really made news. In September 2022, Charlotte Lewis sued Polanski for defamation. She claimed that he defamed her by calling her accusations an odious lie. Unless there's a settlement, the case will be tried in 2024. In November 2023, Polanski's lawyers responded to a lawsuit from Robin M., claiming the suit violated the statute of limitations. It's unclear what the status of this case is at the moment. Cases related to the accusations by Renate Langer and Marianne Barnard were dismissed because they violated the statute of limitations. Valentine Monnier did not file a complaint based on her allegations that Polanski raped her when she was 18. But it was Samantha Gailey who settled with Polanski for upwards of $600,000, and under her married name, Samantha Geimer wrote a book a few years ago about the whole ordeal. Yes, and it was titled The Girl, Life in the Shadows of Roman Polanski and was published in 2013 when she was 49 years old. After living with the scandal for 36 years, she reemerged in public to publicize the book. In an interview with NPR, she described the lifelong ramifications of the sexual assault. It affected me dramatically, probably changed who I am as a person, changed the way my life went— But since it happened, it's hard to judge what might have been different if it didn't happen. But I was angry at my poor mother who felt horrible and guilty. She also said she received a letter from Polanski in 2009. It read, in part, I want you to know how sorry I am for having so affected your life. The fault was mine, not your mother's. I hope the pressure of the media has alleviated and that your family brings you much happiness. She said she was surprised to receive the note. She didn't need an apology, but it alleviated some of the pain and anger that her mother, her husband, and their family had been feeling. Samantha also summed up where she landed emotionally after decades at the center of the media frenzy. Polanski and I have both been on the wrong end of the law. The publicity, people's comments toward both of us that are just nasty and horrible— 
So we end up having a lot in common, which is strange, but that's true. That's how this has worked out. In the seven years since the Me Too movement began, many of the celebrities who'd advocated dropping the charges against Polanski have had a chance to rethink their support. Yes. And one famous director who walked back his support was Quentin Tarantino. On the Howard Stern radio show in 2003, he said, Polanski didn't rape a 13-year-old. It was statutory rape. That's not quite the same thing. He had sex with a minor, all right. That's not rape. To me, when you use the word rape, you're talking about violent throwing them down. In 2018, in a statement released to IndieWire, Tarantino apologized to Samantha Geimer for his, quote, ignorant beliefs and cavalier remarks. He also said, 15 years later, I realize how wrong I was. Ms. Geimer was raped by Roman Polanski. I incorrectly played devil's advocate in the debate for the sake of being provocative. I didn't take Ms. Geimer's feelings into consideration, and for that, I'm truly sorry. So, Ms. Geimer, I was ignorant and insensitive and, above all, incorrect. Kate Winslet voiced her support for Polanski in September 2017, a month before the Harvey Weinstein scandal broke. In an interview with the New York Daily News, she said, Having thought it all through, you put it to one side and just work with the person. Woody Allen is an incredible director. So is Roman Polanski. I had an extraordinary working experience with both of those men, and that's the truth. She saw things differently three years later. In September 2020, she was quoted in Variety. It's like, what the fuck was I doing working with Woody Allen and Roman Polanski? It's unbelievable to me now how those men were held in such high regard, so widely in the film industry for as long as they were. It's fucking disgraceful. I have to take responsibility for the fact that I worked with them both, she said. I can't turn back the clock. I'm grappling with those regrets. But what do we have if we aren't able to just be fucking truthful about all of it? So, Matt, let's talk about the sea change in opinion about Polanski from 2009 to today. And it was in 2009 that so many important people signed the petition to have the charges against him dropped. Do you think their reevaluation was enough, Matt? I don't know. I mean, it's funny recapping everything that's happened over the course of his life and just the sort of very confusing mixed signals back and forth over these egregious charges. Mm-hmm. I think there are a couple of things that are interesting. First, I think, was in 2020 when the uh, the Film Academy expelled him formally. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a major message to everyone that whether or not you supported him then or now, that Hollywood will not stand for this level of behavior. And uh, what's really fitting to me in, in a sense of justice, although I'm sure nowhere near what some of these accusers would have hoped for, is the erosion of Polanski's legacy. I think that we'll all remember Rosemary's Baby as a Mia Farrow film and Chinatown as one of Jack Nicholson's best. But he himself, I don't think, has any place in in, in the annals of time here. Exactly. Well, thank you, Matt, for all of your insights today. Thank you so much. I love being here. Thanks to Matt Donnelly, Variety's senior entertainment and media writer, for joining us. We'll be back next time with another episode in the six-part series, The Secret History of the Casting Couch. From Variety Confidential, this has been Disgraced Genius, Roman Polanski. For Variety and iHeart Podcasts, I'm Tracy Patton. Variety Confidential is a production of Variety Content Studio and iHeart Podcasts. 
It was produced by Sidney Kramer, John Ponder, and Tracy Patton, and written by John Ponder and Tracy Patton with additional research by Karen Mizoguchi. Executive producers are Daya Lawrence and Steve Gatos. Variety Confidential is recorded, edited, and mixed at The Invisible Studios West Hollywood. Recording engineer, editor, and mixer, Charles Carroll. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.